It's 5 a.m. somewhere, so that means the garbage collectors are coming to take out the trash, but we won't throw you out. Welcome to your Trash Pals podcast. I'm trying to get super hyped here because I'm a little a little sleepy, but we are coming to you live from the trash island in the middle of the Pacific, uh, a.k.a. the great state of Baltimore. That's what, what? the Leave state of Baltimore. And Baltimore out of this. They've done nothing wrong. Um, yeah, and this is a podcast where we don't know how geography works, uh, but also comics, art, culture, and whatever little bits of trash we found while picking through the garbage bin. I'm Van Notes, and I'm Ren, and I'm feeling wily today. That's, that's I can my tell. Mood. That's my vibe. Um, That's very funny, Mr. Coyote. I didn't get to, you know, do a little lie down before podcasting, so you're getting oh. the, the like, no sleep till Brooklyn me. So. No sleep till Brooklyn. <laughs> That's so funny. I took a nap. I took a, a, a hour and a half nap before, because uh, I was like, I'm a little sleepy guy. I've been sleeping, like, insanely poorly lately just like super bad uh because i'm coming off of covid and i just moved and the i live on like up like a two-floor walk up and Mm. getting my like mountainous amount of crap up these stairs has caused me such anguish such like wow i wish that i was fit i wish that i stayed in the gym um just so much anguish so that I've been sleeping like I've been exhausted but not sleeping well hmm. but I took a nap and that nap was pretty satisfying not to you know rub it in your face or anything that's okay I I understand I just because I do not get to nap um I'm I might have boomer energy but just because I don't get to nap I still believe other people should nap if they can <laughs> wholesome very wholesome nap equity that's my boomer stance nap equity that's so funny i was just watching this video a little bit of pre i was pre-gaming some trash um about like these people who are dating and one was like 62 and the other one was 23 a 62 year old man a 23 year old woman and their like tiktok name was like um the cowboy and angel the king and queen of blackjack and like that just lives in my head now the king and queen of blackjack nothing about this video told me anything about their card playing skills or their like las vegas intentions i think they were both in new york so that was my little trash free game the king and queen of blackjack if i were like in a giant age gap relationship uh where i had to have like i had to monetize it for content i think i also would say the king and queen of blackjack because what even is that i don't i don't know i don't understand i love i just love it though i just i'm obsessed with it that's one of those things where like you know when you have suspicions of like um like may december romances or whatever and then you find out they're just both a little wacky and you're like, oh, like that's how yeah. it works. Like you're just both a little, you're both, you both think this is a funny name. 
uh, hopefully. Exactly. Hopefully. They're just both goofballs. But I also am like, there's no, like, they broke up very soon after they got together. This this queen king and queen of blackjack couple. Um, love, which I think is I good. Love, because there is, the there's no way. There's just no way that this was like a morally sound, ethically sound relationship. And that's like not to like shame, you know, my age gappers out there, but also it is to shame. It is to shame them. If if there's like that large of a distance in between your relationship, break up, get a divorce, break up and get a divorce right now. I'm that's my stance. I I'm sorry, a new contingent of our fandom, our fandom of, um, uh, and I'm I'm gonna call it the gap pack. The gap. And we are all about those age gap relationships where both people are are a little unhinged. That's that's our we all unite the gap pack. There we go. That, that I can. Uh, I'm gonna call. have to strike that from our wiki. It's, it's I'm not allowing it. I'm gonna start a, a subreddit within a Reddit, you know, really just uh for, for the gap pack. That's so funny. I'm sure <laughs> when I was a young person, um, when I was like very young, and this is either gonna go one of two ways. This is either gonna be a really funny story or it's gonna be like, oh one of those oh, oh ones, yeah. Yeah, it's one of those things where I like got I was like a regular child on the internet an unsupervised child of the early 2000s on the internet and I like I um was playing this game called it's not even really a game it was like an online chat server called um IMVU it still exists you where you like are you make like a avatar and stuff and i was talking to some guy on that game who i was like 10 and he was like 22 or something like that and i was like okay like this is my boyfriend yada 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 but i ended up breaking up with him because i really wanted to watch hannah montana and he was like no that's like for children and i was 10 so i was like I am a children, and I just want to watch Hannah Montana, and that's why I'm against age gap relationships because they will stop you <laughs> from watching the good shows of your youth. They'll try to stand in the way of you and Miley Cyrus. It's fascinating. I like got into a, a corner of the internet, and you know, there's always people being like the the children. Um, the children don't have it like us, you know, it was the wild west. We just like, I am with like old people. And then all the young people are like, we were on kick and we were talking to old people when we were 10. And it's like, Oh, just keeps going. Like it's like an endless cycle of just bad every day. I'm like, somebody should do something, but I don't know what. Yeah. It's, it's a it's a slippery slope of trash. A trash. Honestly, bring slope. back Club Pain. Oh heck no! Heck no! 
I was on Why? superhero wikis and uh, you're so funny. A Spider-Man recap site obsessively reading about what was happening in new issues of Spider-Man, but not actually That's getting funny. to read Spider-Man. You weren't being cool like the rest of us, being penguins on a giant iceberg. Mm-mm. Wow. Wow. But I guess that explains a lot. Not in a negative way, just like in a like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's why you are the way you are. Takes all kinds. We've said it before. It takes all kinds. So funny. If my AirPod falls out one more time, I'm going to resurrect Steve Jobs and write him an angry letter. (laughs) Say, Tim Cook's really biffing it. Come on back. Like... I have such a hard time with like ear earbuds in general because I have really small ears and like these AirPods and I haven't worn earbuds in a really long time. I think also has to do with it. But these little guys, first I had them like the on the wrong ear, like the left one was in my right ear and the right one was in my left ear, and now I have them in the correct way, but they're still falling out. I just want peace in my life, Jace. Is that too much to ask? You gotta tape them. You gotta tape them. You gotta get a little duct tape. Duct tape. Oh my gosh. A little duct tape to your ears. Ren, we haven't even launched into what what trash have you been consuming this week? Oh yeah. What have yeah. you been partaking in? That's a good question. I have been trying to catch up on RuPaul's Drag Race. Um... Mm. That's a little bit of trash. I realized recently they don't make them make their costumes anymore as a challenge. And that Uh-oh. made me sad. I miss that. I feel like a lot of their trash came out of that. And I feel like they should bring it back. Do they really not? That's wild. Yeah, I haven't watched for a couple seasons because it has become impossible to watch. Um, the, they keep yeah. VH1, MTV... Viacom is they keep making it a moving target that no one can hit. I know it's um, so annoying. I'm like, look, look, just let me watch this stupid thing. Just come on. I want to watch RuPaul's Drag Race and I want to watch Love and Hip Hop. And I feel like that is not too much to ask. And it's, I'm lazy too. I will pay for something. Like, I had to watch RuPaul. Apparently, I got to get Sling TV or something now to get an access code to then watch it on the website of VH1. Um, It's like, this is is archaic. Put it on whatever Paramount Plus. uh, Charge me a couple extra bucks for for the Rutherford Falls old-timey female impersonation hoot nanny as i like to call it um and i and i'll pay my my peanuts to get in truly not to sound like a boomer but they've changed so many things when and i'm like that's not like a big deal and i get it i totally get it but at the same time if this falls out one more time chase one more time you're ending the podcast you're leaving me I'm I'm gonna leave the podcast. I'm gonna quit. You need it's a little like, like that, huh? Instead of wiggle, you need little little AirPod glue. I do. I need honestly. I need AirPod glue. 
I don't know what I was talking about. That that uh, AirPod falling out of my ear, it, it ruined my flow. It ruined my train of thought. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, what trash are you, you consuming? What's your trash? Oh, I want to know what queens you like. That's the most important oh. thing. And okay. do you so hate I'm not watching Jane? Season huh? So you, you aren't watching season 16. So you, uh, apparently everyone, uh, Cookie Post didn't like that uh, plain Jane. And the, the gays, from what I can tell, do not like that one. I need to catch up with season 16 because I only had access to season 15 when I was like trying to watch it earlier. Um, so I, I'm like last year's Queens I'm following, but this year's Queens, I need to catch up on. Sorry. My dog is like staring at me and I'm like, just come on the bed, sir. Come on, Jakey. Come on. Come on, sir. He's so crazy. He like, he hasn't adjusted. He's still adjusting. It's only been like three days I've been here. Um, Mm -hmm. And he's like, I don't understand why I don't have the entire, like, house to roam around. Why I'm confined. Poor Jake. He's a little I, uh, for my trash, last week I had watched episode one of Has Been Hotel. Mm -hmm. I went on to, I I was, um, in order to get RuPaul's Drag Race, the websites you have to go down are so filled with ads if you are uh, not going to play MTV Viacom's little game. Uh, mm-hmm. But to watch cartoons still, there is still the Naruto Sasuke website. Uh, There's they, nothing they better. Will take, they will take care of you. That, that image of Naruto and Sasuke uh, with a little uh, bonus for a Chromecast player. Um, so I, I watched all of it has been hotel. How did you like it? Um, that is, it blew me into the past. Well into the past. I was thrown into the, it feels like Tumblr. Um, and for good and for worse, just, just Tumblr, Tumblr city. That's so crazy. The art is Tumblr. Um, It is so lore heavy with no... um, There is a story, but no one is going through the motions of a story. They're just going through the, like, beats of a story. Uh, There's so much lore. And it is problematic. How is it problematic? Tell me, tell me, tell me. Oh, it's just like... It's... It's a, a story again. Like it's um, but it's got all the classic like Tumblr controversies of yore. Um like I I mean just all the good ones, like uh too much swearing. Uh the characters are uh there's a character that's a sex worker but isn't the right kind of sex worker. Um, and it's glorifying pimp culture. Uh, there's one of the characters is Cajun, and there's voodoo symbols. Um, and yeah, the problematic nature of uh, making voodoo into uh, iconography for hell and evil. Uh, there's yeah, there's probably some age gap stuff that's problematic. It, it's just not not like 
explicit, but they're like, oh, this 1,600-year-old is dating a 400-year-old or, like, something stupid like that. Um, Mm -hmm. It's just all the classic. um, And then the creator, they're, like, going after the creator for, like, um, you know, like, the creator is transphobic, the creator is racist, the creator is um, just all the classic Tumblr era. Um, yeah, it, it's just feeling like, wow, we we got it again, fam. We, we're back. That's so Tumblr funny. Time. We're so back. <laughs> it's no longer Jover. Uh, the Puritans are back in action. They didn't have anything to gun for uh, for a while. They chased all the, you know, trans women of color off of the internet. They've, uh, that's so funny. They'd allied themselves with conservative legislatures. They banned sexual and reproductive health uh, products. Um, But they got has been hotel back and they can go to war. Um, We can fight a new battle. That's really funny. It looks like it's so Tumblr. It like look. It looks very Tumblr, sexy man. <laughs> it's very angular. Yes, yes, and the colors are very bright. Um, and yeah, I, I, it, it's you know, I can safely say in the trash or treasure binary, uh, mm-hmm. it is, it is trash. Like I, that's I so don't funny. Have, um, like positive critical angles even hell of a boss i can respect in certain ways because they do try to have like a a fun spunky thing going on uh but Mm. this one's it's just lore on lore so much lore that's crazy i i haven't watched any of it um i've only heard people talk about it and more and more who's who's the showrunner or the creator. Viv Z Pop. I or think, I, yeah, I think it's Vivian Medrano, technically. But okay. I think they went to SVA. I'm not sure. Either the Hell of a Boss or the Hasman Hotel. One of them went to SVA. They're the same person. And, one and, and the either same. they went to SVA or they didn't go to SVA. <laughs> I can't tell you. I'm but I'm pretty I'm, sure they did. Let's let's do a um, let's do a fact check before we get uh, roasted for our lack of knowledge yeah, about Vivzy Pop. Um, yes, Vivian Madrano. Um, do 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 a Vivzy Pop short animated. Blah blah blah. Personal life. Uh, yes, attended the School of Visual Arts. That's right because. What year does it say? What year before I like say the wrong thing? Uh, apparently, da, 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 graduated in 2014, so okay, two years yeah. ahead of us. Yeah, I remember seeing their work in like the animation showcase or something like that. Uh, a couple times back when I was a young college person, and my dog and. It was really good. It was really stylish. Um, so I can like, it, like even from then, I was like, "This is the kids are gonna eat this up," and the kids did and continue and, to. And they do, yeah. And they can't stop, won't stop. 
sometimes you need a little bit of like problematic cartoon just a little bit <laughs> for a well-balanced diet you need a little problematic cartoon for a treat exactly exactly like i used to watch china illinois uh oh, yeah. when i was a little guy and i'm if i remember correctly there was some problematic stuff with that too i don't remember what i think it's I like remember expressly problematic huh I think I think it's expressly like problematic. Like it's it's diving into that little nook and cranny. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I it's it it helps. It's like chicken soup for the soul. A little problematic cartoon. Oh, uh, yeah. So I I you know everyone watched some more problematic cartoons uh that's our recommendation for everyone exactly um i think the new season of clone high came out pretty recently so there's some problematic cartoon for you i that was a weird it was an interesting first season of the reboot of that show yeah i haven't watched it yet i need to the the magic was uh not not popping not it was uh I know a bunch of wonderful people who worked on it, but you know, sometimes you reboot and the uh the original spark is is not quite there. Mm-hmm. I always love we we have the vantage point of knowing like some very creative genius people and sometimes they work together on like these cartoons and media properties. Uh which is always just like a mess of just tangling so many creative visions. And I think it's always fascinating, like when it like hits and it like pulls off. And then sometimes it's like, oh, this was a wild. I, I mean, the fact that anything gets made is astonishing to me, really. Um, but yeah, sometimes sometimes it works, sometimes it don't. Mm-hmm. Name mm-hmm. and nature of the game. I agree with you. Sometimes but when it does work, it's like sometimes you don't. Very magical. What would you say? Oh, I said sometimes you get canceled, sometimes you don't. There you go. And that is it, it's exactly like I said earlier. Either sometimes you go to SVA and other times you don't go to SVA. It is either you do or you do not. We're all about binaries on this podcast. <laughs> we love binaries. Bring back more binaries. The world more has too binaries. much nuanced thinking. The non-binary wants more binary. Uh, Give we me more. Have a... Oh, go ahead. No, no, go on. I'm just, I just was quoting Britney Spears. Just give me more. Give me more. Give me more. Uh, we have a a, a, a listener question um, from a uh, a friend of the show. Uh, you haven't even gotten to meet her yet, um, and she already likes you a lot more than she likes me. Um, what? But beloved local Boise drag queen Coco Frio um, rolled in to our DMs when I said, hey, does anyone have any questions for the pod? And Coco wrote, uh, why is Van Notes one of the hosts? That's so funny. <laughs> Honestly, because I asked around and nobody else wanted to do a podcast with me. So I was I was at the bottom of the list. You no no you weren't at the bottom of the list, but everybody else was like podcast. Everybody has a podcast, and you were like hell yeah. 
and I love that energy. I think um, in in a larger like existential scope or whatever, why am I one of the hosts? Um, I do think we lost our our first episode where we actually like introduced ourselves to our listeners yeah. and explained May it rest why why we wanted to do it. Um, thankfully, it did die because i realized like several weeks later i went down a tangent of um how yetis were better than sasquatches and i realized there was some colorism involved in my commentary <laughs> so maybe so my funny. long drawn out like just like yeah yeah like i like the the white yetis you know and uh yeah that's probably best to like leave in the like um in the in the abyss um but we i think we do actually we come from very different backgrounds in a lot of different ways and we have a lot of things that like unify us and have like a lot of like shared interests uh but we do like have very different perspectives of the world based on like who we are and what our like different perspectives are. So I think that's why I do like talking to you a lot. Like just as a Aww. human being is you like, and I also feel like if I had like a totally wrong take, like you would like steer me back into like actual thoughtfulness. Um, and then sometimes you let me just go buck wild and, and, the, the cards will fall where they will, but... It's fun. I mean, like, you're always very fun to talk to. And I think you're very smart and introspective. And I, when you do go buck wild, it's always very funny. So I'm like, truly, yeah, let, let the cards fall out as they may. It's never been anything, like, you know, like, catastrophic or bad. It's always <laughs> been funny. <laughs> because if you're, in your heart, you're a little good guy. So I, it's always fine. Yeah, and I think there's some not, I was sounding, I don't like how I have had, like, I don't want to say I'm, like, Dave Chappelle or anything, but there is, like, so a funny. certain part of me that is, like, kind of just craving, like, actual conversation where like people have convictions um this mm -hmm. is this is where we go back into like boomer territory again um but um just the idea of like hey we want to have real conversations and we are from very different places and we may like step on each other's toes sometimes but like we both i had like the realization like that we are flawed individuals who are trying to do our best and like coming together, like in order to have conversations so that we have better understanding. Like I'm, I find myself more attracted to that, like more and more lately, mm -hmm. not in a like Joe. It's so hard because it's like, that's also the things like Joe Rogan and like Dave Chappelle say, but really they just want to like get in fights or whatever. Yeah. And, they like, just want to argue. And I think it's very different because, like, both of us have the introspection and the ability to recognize, like, our worldview may not always be correct. 
And I think Dave yeah. Chappelle and Joe Rogan are so stuck in like, oh, like I clearly can see what the world is and I clearly can be right and see all these other people who are wrong. Like they're, mm. they are so stuck on this like idea of like what is correct when there is like that it doesn't really exist in the real world. Yeah. And it's, I, I, we, uh, I'm leading a, a book club discussion on, uh, um, oh gosh, I'm totally blanking on the book's title right now, which is terrible because I'm doing an entire, uh, oh, here we go. Gotcha. Uh, I had the book right in front of me. A Day in the Life of Abed Salama, uh, a Palestine mm -hmm. story. Um, or uh, I think another subtitle is Anatomy of a Jerusalem Tragedy. Um, mm -hmm. But it is, uh, it's a very difficult book. And, you know, in, you know, the, um, you know, genocide of Palestine right now is likely to be one of the most like politically divisive like conflicts probably since the vietnam war like globally in, yeah. mm -hmm. um and in our like consciousness and discussing a book that's very explicitly about that was with a group of like very different people was really enlightening last night like doing we did a book club discussion on the first half and I, I kind of came in and I knew like, because of my role, I, I work with international students at the college. You know, if I spoke the entire time, like it, it wouldn't allow people the freedom to express themselves. But I did like very upfront, like set some certain ground rules of, I, the University of Michigan had some really good like ground rules of like talking about military conflict mm. and, uh, so like yeah and just saying like hey like it's okay to debate um ideas but we we don't have to debate the character of like other people and also talking about one of the things that actually limited the tomfoolery of the conversation was saying don't speculate and I was surprised Ooh. at how much that limited, yeah, just just silly statements like, you know, people should just do this or people should just do that and it would be fixed or like, why, you know, and of course, in like talking about a conflict, like, why don't they just all get along? Like, mm -hmm. uh, and instead focusing on like, oh, these are the logistics of why people can't come together on this issue or that issue. Um, or when we don't know something, we're going to look it up. Like having that as explicitly as like part of the conversation, like saying like, hey, like if we don't know something, we're going to look it up instead of saying like, I saw this on Facebook or I heard this. Yeah. Uh, anyway. So yeah. Dialogue, discussion, old people things, not trash. Truly treasure, 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 treasure. Uh, it was nice. It was a very good conversation we had last night. That's um, good. And we're going to have a good conversation now about Avengers oh. Grimm. That's so funny. So a little <laughs> a little background before you get into it. Um, with Avengers Grimm, I was sitting on my couch, or at my, not my couch, my friend's couch, uh, to establish couch ownership. 
um, my friend's couch, and we were just like trying to figure out a movie to watch when Avengers Grimm is advertised to us out of like nowhere, a purpose of nothing. And we were like, what is this? What in the world could this be? And I've seen my share of horror movie mockbusters, um, like just the Amityville horror slight titles, stuff like that. The ghost of spooky Uki Island and stuff like that. Sharknado. Yes. And I, but this one just felt so earnest. Like they were really trying and that made it 10 million times more interesting. But ultimately I still thought it was boring, but I saw it and I was like, a chase or van has made me watch two films now, two films for like episodes that I, that for one reason or another, just, I ended up not having anything to do with. And now it was my turn. So I was like, if I have to watch this terrible film, then Van must suffer too. Van must watch. And I'm very and I oh, have, okay. I had the best time. I had a I had a hoot and a half. A hoot and a half. I didn't suffer at all. <laughs> That's so funny. I uh yeah, and even to even to go farther backwards in into the lore into the the story of how we arrived at the avengers grim mm-hmm. uh, ren was trying to pitch several trash movies to me that i then looked up and they had a 80 plus percent rating on the rotten tomatoes and i had to remind ren of the uh, conceit of this podcast which is that we do talk about trash <laughs> yeah but trash is so subjective like i a movie could get a high rating on rotten tomatoes but that doesn't make it not trash but i conceded mean, i conceded <laughs> But I had a, a I had such a wonderful time watching this franchise. Did you watch uh, all three films in the franchise? No, I I had some internet issues. I want to watch the rest of them still, just because I'm so curious. But I was only able to watch one, so I'm excited to hear oh. your thoughts, your notes. So I uh, to give the listeners an idea of what Avengers Grim is. Uh, we are not just like combining a. Avengers with the word grim willy-nilly. Uh, mm-hmm. We're we're talking about a mockbuster franchise of three films. Unfortunately, they haven't come out with a recent one, uh, which I'm sad if that means the, the franchise is dead and we get no further installments. Uh, but the three films are Avengers Grimm, uh, which was to simultaneously release with Avengers Age of Ultron. Uh, it was a like it was in that mockbuster, like kind of taking advantage of like whatever's currently coming out and rapidly making a movie to match up and try and get people to buy it at Walmart or or stream it on Tubi or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. We have Avengers Grimm and then Sinister Squad, which was a Suicide Squad spinoff, and then we have Avengers Grimm. Time Wars, which was a spinoff of the Infinity Saga Gem War 
Jim I can't Moore. even remember what those movies are called. Um, but uh, yeah, so you have these uh, films. They have the word Avengers and Squad in them. And but they're not superheroes, they are fairy tale characters. Yes, yes, they are. And I think like so jumping into it, some of the costuming I think really threw me off because like you have these ideas of what these characters look like, and they were like, you know what? This is a low budget movie. Who absolutely cares? We sure don't. Cinderella, purple hair. It it fits. It makes sense. Not a shoe in sight. That like kept tripping me up. I a whole time my friends and I were like, is this a bad wig or is this or is this a good one? Oh no. Have I lost red? I lost red. No. Oh, you're still here. Now I can hear you. But you were saying about the wigs. The wigs were good or bad. A binary. It's true. They were in in true binary fashion, good or bad. Um, the character acting was confusing. There was like just so many weird choices, and like the main for the Avengers Grimm, the kind of main character was Snow White, and they made her into like this like girl boss badass like. I drive like a Ford Mustang. Get in my car, like uh, every, that kind of. Every uh -huh. woman is a strong female protagonist, like exactly, to the max. Exactly. Like that stat is raised all the way to the top. It's so funny. It was just so funny, and I wish, like, just in the very opening of the movie or the very very beginning. We find out that Snow White's husband has been killed by Rumpelstiltskin. And, like, his head has been cut off or something like that, I think. But we don't really see it. And I just wish, I wish to the high heavens above that we got to see, like, what their, like, low-budget decapitated head would look like. Oh, that's so funny. A little thumbs up popped up by you. That's so funny. Um... But yeah, I wish, like, they really, they had the budget for some special effects. Not a lot. Not very many. Not any good ones. But I wish they could have pushed it with the practical effects more. I feel like so many, like, good, so bad they're good B-movies are good because of the practical effects. Mm -hmm. And if they had leaned into that, it would have been so much better like more fun i don't know i'm a big i love a practical effect i really loved that it felt like i was at comic-con like all the costuming was like we're cosplayers like that. exactly that was exactly. kind of the vibe like it's like i'm gonna wear my cool uh huntress red riding hood cosplay and hang around comic-con all day uh, that was that was really the character vibe. I really struggled with uh, so there's four main princesses, then there's Little Red Riding Hood, and there's a strange class division between them. Yes, uh, what was that? About? Which is it was very like 
Little Red Riding Hood isn't magic, so she can get taken over by Rumpel Stiltskin's cursey stuff. But mm-hmm. uh, so you have like Rapunzel, Snow White, uh, Little Red Riding Aww. Hood off to the side. Uh, no, 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 Sleeping Beauty. Aurora's, I think, I believe, copyright trademark Disney House of Mouse, to my knowledge. Oh, right. Her This girl's name was Briar Rose, right? Maybe. Maybe. Um, but I think they... Yeah, I don't... The, the one thing is they did not say the characters' names enough at each other at the beginning of the movie, so it never really cemented in my head who, uh, who they were. But I also couldn't tell uh, Snow White and cinderella what the difference in their powers were oh yeah yeah, and sleeping beauty i couldn't tell like and then it's like okay so eventually it was like so snow white's ice but also sleeping beauty is making people sleep and that seems to be ice exactly because she's also elsa Exactly. I remember distinctly like a scene where there are two cops and they're like, ooh, it's getting kind of chilly. And then she like puts them to sleep. And I was like, what does that have to do with each other? I'm so curious. I'm so confused. I want to know why cold equals sleepy. And Cinderella apparently just has the power to turn things into other things because of the fairy godmother or something. But it's totally her character was the most like the entire time. Why are you here? What are you doing? Like, why was her hair purple? Just, just you got that's your purple hair is what you got as a character, apparently. Mm -hmm. Not even like blade shoes, blade shoes. (laughs) That's so funny. I'm just imagining ice skates, yeah, or like. Uh, I mean, Cinderella, like, throwing pumpkins around or control of mice or, I don't know, like... It would be cool if it was mice control. But, uh, yeah, so the characters all come from, like, their magical storybook world. And then they come up to, like... Remember in the 80s when, like, whenever everyone was in, like, a city in a movie, like, it was fucked up. Like... I do the Ninja that. Turtles, like New York, was just like, oh yeah, New York is like, it was that that kind of vibe. And they come into uh, Los Angeles, and it's like, man, LA is like dystopian, like. But then they would cut mm-hmm. away, and it like wasn't very scary looking. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was like the least scary looking LA you could photograph. Exactly, and like they kept. They were like, oh, it's so we have to like sneak underground and there's like this underground rebellion. But they like made Rumble Skelton the mayor, but everybody kept calling him your honor, like he was a judge. And so the whole movie, I was like, is he a judge or what? Is he a judge or is he not a judge? Well, I think you're, I think mayors could be your honor. They're normally like really? the honorable mayor. Like that's how I've heard like adre- like mayors addressed in like I don't know certain settings. 
I I don't know anything about mayors. Let, let's I'm see. Do you guy. address mayors as your honor? According the internet.com is just giving me a TV show because Google doesn't uh um Google doesn't give any answers anymore. It just No, uh, it's 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 worse. Google is it, much worse than it used to be. Let's see. Dignitaries and people. I know there's Premier cabinet speaker, blah 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 blah. This is Canada. Canada. Oh, in Canada, the mayor is his worship. That's weird. That's wild. That's too worship for a lowly mayor. This is something I just want to briefly touch on. That like modern day Instagram feminists, like fantasy writers. Really hate Rumpelstiltskin. Like I know, just, ever since uh, Once Upon a Time, they were like Rumpelstiltskin. That guy, no way, it's over. It's over for him. In in Once Upon a Time, I got it. I like, I kind of got it because he was like inter interwoven with a, a bunch of other people's stories. But in these like new fantasy stories, he's just like a guy. He's just some guy. He's not even eating babies like he's supposed to. Yeah, he's just a weird, nasty dude. Like exactly. He he's like the the cipher for like just bad jerk dude. Sorry, I hope you like my face when my laptop almost fell off my lap. <laughs> my eyes got really big. Um yeah, and in in uh Avengers Grimm. They didn't even make him that yucky of a guy. He just looked like a regular dude, just like a yeah. regular guy. And they were like, Rumpelstiltskin, you're so evil. And he's like, yeah, right. Yeah, I am. I killed your husband. And, <laughs> and, and also, we didn't even know the husband, so I didn't care. I didn't care <laughs> at all. I'm like, why should I care? Who's this husband? I haven't met him. Yeah, it's... Uh interested i that character like in fiction also in my mind like what i think of rebel silskin it's just like a nasty little man like exactly. a nasty little old man like just like e -e 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 -e. Baby, I mean, baby, i'm baby, actually baby. all greasy and shiny but that's because of once upon a time like have i don't have no no i have not gone into that realm Chase, you're missing out. Just, I, I can't go there. The uh, Disney like really makes me like violently mad lately. Like the yeah. Disney extended like universe, like ecosystem, like the mm -hmm. parks and the cruises and like that whole like self mythologizing mm -hmm. is real nasty to me. That's totally fair. Uh, Once Upon a Time is a garbage TV show. Um, and that is why I liked it so much. I like to make fun of it. It's about a little orphan who has no friends. And you understand why she doesn't have friends the whole show. You're like, oh, okay. I get it. You're you're like this. So that's why I, I understand. And she's so not shaming. even an orphan. Um, not, to, not to spoil the show, but... She's co-opting <laughs> on orphan culture. The Rachel Dolezal of orphans. Exactly. Uh, 
just to to give you a heads up of what you can look forward to, uh, you get Sinister Squad, uh, which Rumble Stiltskin then becomes Jared Leto Joker. Oh, I cannot wait! Ooh, ooh, I cannot wait for that. Uh, just like being nasty and like yeah, <laughs> like just the most overacting and like you know the uh, Lorlo guy that I always send you, like the fedora uh, wearing dude who's always like my kitten, like that. Oh yes, energy. yes, 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 yes. It's that. Like, the actor is, like, in full, like, fedora energy mode. That's so funny. Oh, my goodness. He's a Discord mod. And, uh, do you want spoilers of who Harley Quinn is? Ooh. I don't know. It's revealed, like, like, 20 minutes in. Okay, yeah. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Uh, Harley Quinn is the Queen of Hearts from Alice in Wonderland. Oh my god. <laughs> That's so funny. At least so they they weren't fully copying Once Upon a Time because Rumpelstiltskin's inexplicable love interest is Belle. He's the he's the beast in Once Upon what? a Time. Yeah. Once Upon a Time is Oh, that's it's, nasty. It's it's it it's a that show doesn't make a lick of sense. Not a singular lick. The um, coolest introduction of the uh, Sinister Squad is, do you know Amanda Waller, like, within the, like, DC universe? Like, she oversees the Suicide Squad, Violet Data-Sacrizer. Yeah, and she's like, I'm going to keep you in line and blow you up if you, like, make a move or whatever. So Mm -hmm. that character in Suicide Squad is replaced by a actress who is doing her best and she is doing like peak doctor who cosplayer um energy alice in wonderland and she is the leader of the suicide squad and she is just being a little quirky and like going around and like tee hee hee i'm going to blow you up if you uh defy me or whatever is she british is she like real british or fake british she's not real british she is watched too much doctor who british oh no i (laughs) so i am not good at doing a british accent um but i love doing one i'm not gonna do it now because i've hyped it up too much but <laughs> it'll it'll come out it'll come out later uh but like nothing makes me happier than a bad british accent in like a long form piece of media like you're gonna have to do it for like an hour kind of way also the mad hatter is just like shaggy from scooby-doo but his power is like he can like see things by like tripping out um, on his funny. like teas and stuff. I can't wait. And they... I'm... Should I even bother rewatching Avengers Grimm or should I just jump right into Sinister Squad? Just jump right into Sinister Squad because there's not overlap until Avengers Grimm Time Wars, which is okay. not as fun as either of the first two. Um, but okay, it does bring okay. them together. 
I can't wait for Sinister Squad. This is this is giving it new light in my heart. It is also a movie where they just rented a warehouse or something. That's so funny. Like, or like an old hospital or something that's like been converted into this set for just movies. That's really funny. And I can't wait. It's very clear they're just like hanging out there for like a week or two to like shoot this Hang movie. Out. That's so funny. So there aren't like in Avengers Grimm, there were different locations. There were like at least three or four. No, no, absolutely not. They got rid of the locations. <laughs> there is one location and it is just like insane asylum haunted house. Like that's, that's, really that's the location. Uh, and then, well, there's, there's, there's a few shots like outside of it, but most of the movie is just in there. And they're also fighting death. Like not like any character, just death itself. Like the, the concept entities. And he's some, he's doing a weird thing where he's just like a wacky, like East coaster. He's, he's like a wacky Seinfeld guy. Like I can't wait. And, oh, and that's the, this is the guy we're supposed to think is like the villain and supposed to be terrifying and pretty much the devil because he rules the underworld like and he hates Rumpelstiltskin for some reason. That's so funny. I mean, we all hate Rumpelstiltskin for whatever reason. You know, I I, I feel nothing towards him. I you feel nothing. <laughs> That's so funny. He's a known baby devourer. Are are you pro baby eating? <laughs> like, do we have to get on a binary of Rumpelstiltskin? Like, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You're either for him, which includes like pro consumption of babies, or you're against him, <laughs> which is like the good side, obviously, the morally sound side. I would like to be a problematic fan who like ships him with like some other nasty little uh, gremlin man. Like, so um, funny. I'm trying to think if there's like ship him with like Geppetto, creator of Pinocchio, and then be That's like, so they're funny. two two gay dads raising their little boy. Like, <laughs> That's so funny. Poor Geppetto. So he what if he better. eats babies? He's a good guy. That's Coffee jail. shop AU. Coffee shop AU. You're so lucky I'm in uh, my new little apartment and I can't just scream. Uh, your, your neighbors will know one day. So, so funny. I'm trying. I'm, I'm doing my best to be a regular person. Just a normal guy. They they know they they'll have a podcaster neighbor soon. Um, when you all have uh, brewskis on the stoop or whatever, brewskis. So <laughs> some funny. barley pops. Barley pops. I'm an East Coast elite. I'm gonna have my cosmopolitan and call it an afternoon. <laughs> or or you know the the new millennial uh, Bud Light a White Claw. So funny. Ugh. All of those are so gross. Too sugar for me. I thought they were pretty... They thought they were supposed to be sugar-free. 
They they taste like nasty. Um, oh. They taste like headache to me. So headache. I I can I can taste the oncoming headache when I have one of those. That's so funny. So. You poor thing. That's how you know you're I, old. But I can like drink actual alcohol. Like it's it's just that's just like sugar alcohol. Like it's not. It's like a Angry Orchard or whatever. I used to love Angry Orchards. They're so good. You and my dad, you can bond over an Angry Orchard. <laughs> so funny. I used to drink Four Locos, Four these, and Angry Orchards. I really like across the gambit. <laughs> you know what? I can't lie. I two of those. Uh I also indulged in, but not the Angry Orchards, so. I told my dad that I used to drink 40s, and he was like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> he was so, like, disgusted. He was like, I raised you better than that. Oh, no. <laughs> Familial just... shame. Truly, I'm like, it's just a 40, it's just a cheap beer. And he was like, that is the problem. That that is that that being how you see it is the problem. Did you have anyone? This was a trend at our college for a little bit of people wanting to go like over the top at parties and doing the Edward Forty Hands challenge. Yes, of course, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Who didn't do an Edward Forty Hands? I didn't. But I watched many attempt and fail. <laughs> so funny. I, I think I did it for like a very brief period of time because when I drink, it makes me have to pee almost immediately. And I was yeah. like, yeah, this has to go. I have to pee and I need my hands. We I was too very sober devoted. to let somebody help me. So devoted that they were like, okay, you need to go help me pee like now so I can finish this challenge. That's so funny. That's so crazy. A community came together. A community. Oh my goodness. Uh, well, now I know. I need to have a 40 and watch Sinister Squad. <laughs> yeah, really, really li live life in bougie luxury. Exactly. On that note, on a, on our tales of, of college times, drinking, drinking uh, quality beverages... Uh, we would like to thank you for listening to your trash pals. Uh, you can follow the podcast on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all those places. Uh, our live Twitch streams are normally hosted on Mondays. Ren just had caveman internet problems. I did, uh, I did. And episodes normally go up on Thursday. We try our best here. On the pod. We'll see when this one comes up. It'll, it will, we'll see. hopefully, uh, when, it'll be... When, Huh? Oh, when the Lord calls it home. Exactly. Probably Monday. Yeah. So you'll get to back to back it. Yeah, it'll be a gift. Probably before Monday. Let's be realistic here. Um, because I have the weekend, but Monday at the latest. It depends on my internet's like stability. <laughs> uh, but anyway, you can follow me at ren.psd and van notes on Instagram at it at Van Notes Books. I almost said that Instagram books, but no. Van Notes Books. And you can buy Van Notes' latest book on bookshop.org. 
Yay. So I, I'm switching up the fake ad segment. Ooh. I'm going to go this time. And then um, I'm going to have us maintain. This, this is a, a peek behind the curtain of my little bits. Uh, but uh, I'm going to have us each keep a list of topics to do fake ads for. And then okay. go back and forth. I, I've listed mine one to ten. Uh, and so I'm going to have you choose a number and then I have to do an ad for it. Okay. Um, I will do my favorite number oh, of all time. One in, oh. one to ten. One to ten. One to I, ten. Feel, well, I, got, my, I got ten jotted down here. Okay. My favorite number is seven. So it's a good number. Are you serious? Yeah, seven's my favorite number. <laughs> because the one I wrote was um, 40 ounces. That's so <laughs> funny. That's so funny. I'm like it. I I genuinely can't believe it's in the zeitgeist that Edward Forty Hands challenges back. Um, everyone's having their friends help them pee. Um, but uh, oh, okay, yeah, I need to do an ad for it now. This is this is yeah. our new improvisational comedy challenge. Uh, yeah, so you, if you want to be like the Trash Pals, and you want to crack a 40 and pour some for your boys uh if you need to commemorate those those lost to the earth um and, and pour one out for them uh if you need to uh get drunk on a budget and you have a gas station uh in somewhat of a proximity to you uh, then 40 ounces are for you. You can hold one in each hand, and if you duct tape them to your hands, uh, then you will be forced to drink them, uh, especially if you do not have friends to take the duct tape off. Uh, and then your hands will hurt once you have duct taped these alcoholic beverages to your hands. So I don't know who makes 40 ounces. I don't know what brand... Yeah, I don't I even no look idea. at the label. I just, I just get the tall boys and and crack them and drink them. They're not like a Modelo with any amount of class with a gold foil wrapping. There, you just get them and crack them. So you two can do that. You can be like your trash pals. Yeah, influencing <laughs> the youth. <laughs> yeah, by uh, alcohol's bad for you. I think we're legally required by the FCC yes. to say that or something. <laughs> it is bad for you. It kills your brain cells. And so, on that note, remember, remember to, reduce, to reduce, reuse, and, and recycle. Recycle. Bye. Truly, the wildest gamut of conversation. <laughs> Truly.